This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Just like every other progressive policy, it's never about what they say it's about. Latest example is the soda tax in Philadelphia. Yes, that's still, for some reason, still rolling around here. Um, it's always been about obesity, though, in the past. We've always heard it's important. It's, a, it's about obesity, Pat. It's about health. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the New York Times uh, notes a, quote, novel strategy, end quote, uh, that the soda tax movement is now getting picking up, which is they are just actually admitting that it's about money. This is from the New York Times. Soda taxes have usually been proposed as public health measures to discourage people from drinking sugary beverages, which have been linked to obesity, diabetes, and tooth decay. Aware of the political challenges, uh, Philadelphia tried a novel strategy to promote the tax. Instead of selling it as a nanny state measure meant to make the city healthier, uh, the mayor presented it as a big untapped source of revenue that could be used to pay for popular initiatives, including expanded pre-kindergarten and renovations of city libraries and recreation centers. This is a side point, Pat. Do we need libraries anymore? <laughs> I know this I, is a, I, I know I'm in the minority here. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I don't think so. Right? We have the you got internet, a library in my pocket right? right now. Yes, exactly. And so does almost everyone else. Now, if you want to have a little... Is that a library in your pocket, or are you just <laughs> happy to see me? <laughs> nah, it's a library in my pocket. You access basically to everything. Yeah. Uh, every piece of information you could ever want yep. on the internet. Um, not to mention, in addition to that, if you wanted to do... I, mean, I would say it should never be funded by uh, public, with the exception of like archives. I can see that being a public uh, use. You know, the Library of mm-hmm. Congress, for example. Uh, but I mean, a, a, a local library. I mean, if you wanted to have a room with a few computers in it, it's probably money better. You know, spending it better than having a giant place of books that you know it's just not necessary anymore, is it? Separate. But of course, that's what they're getting people to pay for because people love libraries. Mm-hmm. I need to do an anti-library rant on Wonderful World Stew yes. at some point. Just yes. a jihad against libraries. Uh, in case you didn't get the message from the quote from the Philly mayor, the mayor's spokesperson clears it up. Quote, it was always about the revenue. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. But it's also, Pat, about income inequality, of course. Again, from the Times, some city council members felt uncomfortable with the possible regressive nature of the soda tax. Poor people tend to drink more sugary beverages than higher earners. The decision to include diet drinks was an effort to spread the tax burden up the income scale. Now, number one, you know how I feel Mm. about my diet soda. 
It's a little Diet, Diet Coke today. You like it's it? It's the beverage of the day. You like it? I'm a fan. Right? Okay. Um, it is life. Mm-hmm. It's that important to me. Um, it's the most important product, uh, <clears throat> basically produced by America, in my particular opinion. So stay away from it, okay? And uh, number two, all of these things, every one of these policies, Pat, is always about income inequality. More generally, they're always about control. They are never, ever, ever about health. Ever. That is, they do not care about your health, which in theory is actually fine with me because it's another freaking business. But of course, they're constantly using that as an argument to get more control and more money. Mm-hmm. Either way, get the government out of our straws. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am, they're talking about, I think it's three cents an ounce or something like that on soda. That's a lot. I mean, I, it, it was just, significant. I think we figured on, a, uh, didn't we figure on a 16 ounce bottle, it would now cost you. Uh, was it 40 cents more? Yeah, I think, yeah, I was thinking a 28-ounce bottle was 60 cents more, I think, is the yeah, reason yeah, it was like, It was something they ridiculous. Did, I couldn't believe how much it was. I think they did wind up lowering it a little bit because they added it to diet sodas. But, I mean, so now they're saying, well, juice uh, is, uh, if it's 50% juice, then you're fine. Now, there is no reason to honestly believe that juice is with all the sugar that comes in juice is that much more healthy for you than any sugary drink. No, but they're admitting in Philadelphia that's not what it's about. Right. It's about money. They're saying it's about money. I mean, that's an interesting, novel, and kind of refreshing approach, at least. At least they're telling, we're, hey, we're just bilking you. Yeah. We're just bilking you to build a library. I mean, I, I if they are so stupid mm-hmm. in Philadelphia and so socialist, then they deserve this. I mean, they... When they're when they're putting it right out there and saying, "Hey, we just want to take a bunch of your money because um, we're going to build libraries and improve a rec center," I mean, then you deserve what you get. Yeah, you do. Uh, and it's interesting. I, I mean, I think it's refreshing the approach to just admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also depressing that the people go for it because it looks like it will pass. Oh, good gosh! Does it really? Yeah. And they're saying that they're saying that this is the new way to do this because it's one of the first ones that's actually been able to go through. The that only other city in America that has a soda tax right now is Berkeley. Just yeah, Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. Not even San Francisco. Right. Not even New York. They tried Close very to hard. San Francisco. But Philly is going to be the big one, really. I mean, it's Philly's going to be the first really well, big it, city. And, it, and then all the dominoes will fall. Once they see that worked and, yeah. and the residents voted for it, New York will be on the bandwagon. L.A. will be on Chicago. They'll, yeah. they'll all follow suit. And you know why it works? Because it works for everything. It yeah. doesn't have to be soda. Anytime you tell people, well, you'll be able to get something that you want to use for free by somebody else paying for it, it works all the time. Sure. You know who realized that? Was the founders, who said you should never do it because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Because you can pay, if you're using mm-hmm. someone else's money to get something that you might theoretically use to your of own benefit, people are gonna for vote free, for that. of course they're going to benefit for it. Yeah. Of course they are. Although in this one, when it's soda and, and the poor drink more than the rich... Well, who's going to be paying the lion's share of this tax then? The poor are. Well, yeah, and that was their argument, which, again, I don't find that to be compelling. Um, You know, obviously, anyone who is, uh, it it shouldn't be done anyway. So the idea that it's going to hit a group more than the other group is a secondary concern. But the way they handle it here is interesting. They're using an income inequality argument and taxing something they don't believe is making people obese Mm -hmm. because they want more money and to spread out the income inequality argument. Because I guess, which I had never heard before, that apparently more rich people drink diet soda than poor people, which, okay, I mean, I've never, I didn't know that, but 
Um, and I don't know that that's necessarily all that well-founded. I mean, it, one of the arguments they use all the time about uh, food deserts is that, well, the nutrients that people in rich areas are getting, they're going to Whole Foods, and everyone else is going to McDonald's, and they're not getting... You go through the numbers, and despite income, the fat percentage, the vitamin percentage, the mineral percentage, all the things that are supposedly important about your health wind up being the same across all incomes. People like food. They eat the food they want. I mean, generally speaking, there's, of course, healthy people uh, in the poorest areas and healthy people in the richest areas. But generally speaking, we're a bunch of fat people that eat what we want. Generally speaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk mm-hmm. about that's something that's not so general it would be Jeffy, who is specifically doing that right now. Uh, I wish, I, that, that was a live shot about 15 minutes ago, and we, just, uh, we recorded it. No, no, he's, he's still there. Yeah, he's, he's still sitting he's there. He's just eating more. Just, yeah. um, the interesting thing about uh, that is if, if there was an animal cracker tax, holy crap, Jeffy would. Uh, he'd, I mean, he would support the entire budget of the United States. Generations of the Fisher family. <laughs> It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good, it's a good point. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the is the program do you, or number. Do you do you think Pat that there is a is the vice tax thing something that is a good idea or a bad idea to fund a government? We all know it's a that, bad idea. I think it is too because then you have the problem is what do you pick as a vice? Like I think we could all say I don't know uh, cigarettes. Like, cigarettes is an easy one, right? Like, Alcohol. Everyone agrees that cigarettes are bad for you in some respect. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of arguments to say that they're terrible for you. There's a lot of arguments to say they're just pretty bad for you, but they're somewhere on the bad scale. Um, and so everyone could say we want to discourage the use of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So we put tax on them because when you put a tax on something, uh, you're going to discourage it happening which is an interesting thing when you fund most of your government by an income tax. Um, You are discouraging the work you're supposed to be encouraging. Um, So that's why I think that's a bad thing. The idea of uh, a a sin tax is is interesting, though it's about picking the sin. Um, And, uh, you know, what most often is they just pick whatever the the boogeyman of the day is. They they will pick... uh, fossil fuels and say that's a sin to use fossil fuels they will your car your a mileage tax is another thing they've thrown around so many times obviously obviously the gasoline tax already exists um and they will try to say the lottery uh, is another thing they'll use something like that to get people to Mm -hmm. to do it but i mean at least the only thing about a sin tax which is slightly better is at least you have a chance to opt into it you know you, you can say i'm never going to drink a soda again and you will never have to pay a dime in taxes, and I think that that is something that is um, it's something that people like at some level. Even though they are probably going to wind up drinking soda anyway, they at least know they have a chance to get out of it. Um, which is why, like you know, it's about the Obamacare individual mandate. You know, we all sat here and said, like, I hate programs that take money from people to give it to others to pay for their uh, their stuff. They should be paying for their own stuff. However, when you individually, when you mandate that I have to enter into an insurance policy, that is the worst part of Obamacare to me. Um, you know, we have a lot of programs that take money from one person and give it to another for, for free stuff uh, so they can have it for free. It, we do not have a lot of programs that mandate you be involved in them. Um, and th- that's the most frustrating part of that for me. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. There's some arguments that you, I guess you could make for a syntax. I, but overall... We should be taxing uh, the people a lot less, no matter how it's done. And I think people would be a lot happier. No doubt.
When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.